You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. Ready to go now. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. How are you on this fine morning? It's Tuesday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Serving Calgary and southern Alberta since 1992. They got you covered for all things basement tea. Visit dlbasementsystems.com. What's up, dude? What's going on? Oh, you know, living the dream. <laughs> you know what that sounds? You know what that just sounded like? What? Like a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> hey, bud. How are you? How's your day today? Yeah. I'm living the dream, bud. A lot of like, you know, broadcasting Lifestyle. kids in school or like high school kids putting mm. a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? Not much. Hey, what's going on? Not much. What are you doing? Not much. Yeah. Did you see that game last night? Just doing the show. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, we got lots to do. Not really. Like, it's, it's a slow week for us. It's weird. It's like a little calm before the storm week, right? Because no, the Super Bowl week's going to be. Yeah. Oh, fire. I like that you were snapping your fingers. Yeah, there. you're getting a little. Yeah. Fa-ta, ta-ta, ta-ta. A little you know why? Because Patrick is fabulous. Mm-hmm. That's why he was yes. snapping his fingers. Mm-hmm. So little, little slow. Um, we do have Marie Philippe Poulain on the show tomorrow. Yes, that's good. So be that's dope. fun. Oh, out of the three-on-three thing that they're doing down at the All Star. Yeah, and uh, she plays for Montreal. That's on Thursday after the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, she won a lot of gold medals. <laughs> Works yeah. for the Habs. Works for the Habs too. Yeah. I got to ask her about your Lovkovsky. Alternate revenue. Is he a streams. bust or no? No, I can't ask her that question. <laughs> MPP. What has she seen? <laughs> yeah, from him. How can you? No. He's young. I know. Patience. <laughs> he's young. Patience. And I he's think, been playing he's well playing lately. I know. Well, he's playing he play- really good lately. Yeah. I know. Were you about to say he's playing with Suzuki? Because he should be. Yeah. On that team, he right. should be. Yeah. Nobody else should. He's not in the line driver ability yet. He's close. He looks great. He's big. Yeah. He's using his size now. His skating's improved. I think they did all right with that pick. Great hands. Despite what you know what, like they they uh they've talked about it. Like the Habs are literally gonna get two firsts for Sean Monaghan. Yeah, maybe probably. No, Frank (laughs) is adamant the Habs are getting a first for Sean Monaghan at the deadline. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, he explained that on Friday. He's like, they're getting yeah. two first. It'll be a, the first that they got yeah. in the in the Monahan deal the first time to but, take Monahan. <laughs> but that's like that's yeah. that's smart. Yeah, that's very smart. That's and, good business. And hell, good for Sean Monahan staying healthy. And apparently, Monahan wants to go back to Montreal after they trade him. Ooh. You can call it smart. I could call it a little bit of luck as well. Like that's sure. a pretty big gamble you took on a guy who's coming yeah. off of double hip surgeries and not knowing much about the player. Like, I think we all knew that there was a, a chance that if he was actually finally healthy, he would be able to do what he's doing this year. Yeah. But the question was always, is he going to actually be able to get healthy? Yeah. And look at him now. 
It's great to watch. My favorite part of watching the Habs. Watching 91 spinner out there. Yep. He's got that weird skating style where his legs go more like left and right than forward and back, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. Like Jack Eichel has a weird skating Yeah, it's kind style of similar. Too. Like Eichel's, yeah. like he, he really, yeah, it's it's like a breaststroke type of swim, yes. you know, rather than like a, a front crawl. If who's you your, will, who's your favorite was skating style? My favorite skating style. Obviously, don't say McDavid because nobody's ever skated like McDavid. So I love watching Kale McCarr. Yeah, he's smooth. I like watching Darlene. He's silky smooth. I like too. watching Miro Haskin. I'm talking all time favorite because I got one right now for you. Okay. Uh, the Running Man. Not only a great dance move, not only a great 80s movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. But Mark Recchi used to do the running man style of skating <laughs> where he used to kind of like chop, 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 yeah. chop, run on the ice. Running man style. Love the way Mark Recchi used to skate. Rex, as they called him. Rex. Rex. Had the running man style. GVP, I think, wants to weigh on this right away because he, he, he reached for his mic. Like Michael Grabner was an excellent mm. skater. Oh, okay. You liked his skating style. He, he was the speed Short- guy before McDavid came around. Shorthanded wizard. Oh, yeah. Danish. Oh, yeah. I love a good Danish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Me too. I'm hungry. You know, you know, it's very underrated and I'm a big fan of the poppy seed Danish. Oh, Ooh. wow. I don't know if I've had a poppy seed. Delicious. Danish. I do like a little lemon poppy seed loaf. Mm. Oh. So my uh, my mom makes a uh, it's called a strudel, but it's got poppy seeds in it. It's got a million poppy seeds in it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm definitely failing a drug test if I ever. Oh, yeah. But I'm Shout like, out heroin, yeah, like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like probably failing a drug test. Yeah. Here. I don't know if that would work, but uh, you know, I've ingested a lot of poppy seeds when she makes that. Michael Grabner's a good one. What, you got one? Your opioids are all ah, the rage. Yeah. Pavel Datsuk was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. oh, that's that's and then. oh his I, was very like, it was kind of, yeah, it, it didn't look like proper. he had this one move. I forget. It might have been against the Blackhawks. He had a, a move behind the net. He skates one way. Brings the puck and then just like skates backwards, and he has the other the Blackhawk players moving this way, and he's going back yeah. the other way. Like he was a magician out there. I always felt like his knees were really close together when he skated. Mm. I don't know why. Oh, I I used to love watching Sergei Fedorov skate, and it was we talked about it, especially when he was wearing the white Nike skates. Mm-hmm. Mm. What a vision that was skating around and the awkward sixteen year old Anna Kornikova in the dressing room. All I right. liked watching Alesh Hemsky <laughs> skate what, down that didn't the wall. Happen? <laughs> just, <laughs> Just yeah, before he got played on a place for a sixteen-year-old, pasted right. to the boards by Reggie. Yeah, uh, well, even even <laughs> like Aww. Crosby's I, edge work was something. Oh yeah, that was still great. Well, even, still is like, like when he opens up his hips and he does that C yeah, cut. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, Mitch Marner's like edge work is absurd. Mm-hmm. Dude, like his edges are crazy. It's one of my favorite parts about watching Matt Barzell. One of the only reasons mm-hmm. to watch the Islanders. Um, you no Dobson, no Dobson's having a good year. Well, yeah, but his skating isn't like the thing that I'm like, wow. It's it's definitely yeah. part of it, but for him, he's kind of like Bouchard. Like his shot and his vision is yeah. a little bit more I, what he leans with. We we know we we always talk a lot about eras when it comes to hockey, but man, what would Pavel Bure do in today's NHL? <laughs> Good lord, fly around. That guy probably. had like yeah. the quickest first two steps. I mean, he was gone. Yeah. Gone. All the highlights are him five feet in yeah. front of guys on breakaways. Yeah, and he'd score like literally guys are hanging off him, mm-hmm. hooking him and grabbing him, and he'd still get a breakaway. What would he do today if he was playing in today's league? Because his skating would even be better with all like skate technology and all the thing we know about sports science. The guy was already an incredible skater. What would he look like today in today's league? 
And the guy was just an absolute sniper, too. There's a, a kid right now playing for the Calgary Hitman, who I talk about all the time, Carter Yakimchuk. Yes. Six-ranked North American skater by NHL Central Scouting. He'll be a first-round pick this year in the draft. Uh, his calling card is kind of his skating as well. But the thing is, he's a bit of a roamer. Like Lou was at the game over the weekend compared him to Brent Burns, the way oh. that he plays. You should come and see him sometime. He's a lot of fun to watch. I've never been to him. He made yet. a spin move off the wall and then went like backhand shelf last game. Gross. I, I Two goals. I can nasty. just walk in. I have a get 20 goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. It's fun to watch. That out. Worth the price of admission. Mm. Mm. Who's the best team in the uh, the dub? Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Oh, okay. Then PG. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Prince George is being led by a former hitman as well. Mm-hmm. Zach oh. Funk. Um, good hockey name. I'm yes. trying to think of more. We were weird. talking about that yesterday. Good hockey name just has to be a standard name and then a noun. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Like we kind of we were talking about that off air. Yeah, yeah. Again, like Colton Funk. is a hockey yeah. name. Colton and Gord are mm. definitely hockey Gord. names. Connor is officially a hockey Connor's name. Yeah. Offic- well, oh, yeah, yeah. Connor's a, definitely mm-hmm. a hockey name There's now like a with all the stars. Yeah. Nathan, but, you know, Nikita, those are hockey names. David. Uh, well, David's a very popular name, but Colton is definitely a hockey name. I, know, I was just reading the top five scores in the NHL. Okay. All right. Nick, to be in okay. front of me. Sure. Hmm. Um, as I mentioned, we got lots to do, sort of. <laughs> At the top of the next hour, um, we're going to talk about, give me two things. We're going to go around the room and two under-the-radar things for the Calgary Flames mm-hmm. that you love this season and two under-the-radar things that you hate about the Calgary Flames this season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Through the first half. Because it is the first half now. I know that they're past the 41-game threshold of the first and second half, but the All-Star break's always first and second half. And any hockey person you talk to, after the All-Star break, that's when the intensity really starts to ramp up in the season. You're out of the dog days. Yeah, so that's that, That's the game we're going to play coming up at 7 o'clock. We're going to go around the room. Give us your two under-the-radar things you love about the Calgary Flames and the two under-the-radar things you hate about the Calgary Flames season thus far in the first half. We'll talk to Dave Dickinson. He is the head coach and GM of your Calgary Stampeders. He's going to join us, um, talk about some free agent signings that you guys can ask him about, but we'll also get his perspective on Championship Sunday and how Dan Campbell managed the clock. And if Dave had any anxiety watching that, being a head coach that he is, hmm. I wonder how he took in the Lions and Niners. Very interesting. There's also a couple things I want to get to. You know what? I'm going to get to this um, coming up in a few minutes. Um I'm going to give you a comparison of Lamar Jackson. Oh. Who has been better than him in the playoffs. Hmm. And you'd be like, really? Really? Because okay. Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, no bueno. He's not good. No bueno. I'm going to give you a guy who has absolutely been better than Lamar Jackson in his playoff career. And it's not even particularly close. Interesting. Okay. We'll do that later in the show. Looking um, forward to that. Adnan Verk at 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh... We'll been talk too to long. It has been too long. Been a while. Uh, he's going to join us. Uh, MLB, NHL Network, Cinephile Podcast. Uh, the Oscar noms are out. And Barbie apparently got everyone's upset that uh, Greta Gerwig and um, Margot Robbie Margot Robbie didn't get nominated. But it's like, okay. Well, Ryan Gosling did. Right. So we'll ask him about the, the controversy. Yes. But I didn't see Barbie. It's a good movie. 
Is it a good movie? Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yep. I was okay. entertained. Gosling's character is I really enjoyed, very I, I really enjoyed Gosling, yeah. So, well, was, so then the, the nomination was warranted. Yeah, it, it's, it, it kind of makes sense with how the movie goes that Ryan Gosling it's would just actually the, get the nomination. It's just the, the point of the film <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is it kind of goes against the entire idea yeah. of the theme. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, we'll talk to Adnan about that because uh, I like to bet on the Oscars, too. It's fun. Have you ever been in an Oscars pool? No. It's great. Oh, actually, six you like, had one, You're like, oh, come on, best editing. Yeah. You fill uh, a little pool sheet. I did it in school. It was fun. And the proceeds went to, like, a, the, these film kids did the Oscars pool, and you put, like, 10 bucks in, and it was fun. I don't even know when the Oscars are. End of February. Like, Mar- March the 10th. Oh, March oh, there 10th. you go. Well, Who's hosting this year? Uh, there's a picture of Kimmel, but I don't know if this is an old picture or new. Uh, no, Kimmel. Yep. Yeah, oh. that'll be fine. Eh, it'll be all right, I guess. Do you like any of the late night guys? It's been a while. Yeah, I didn't think so. Who would you have wanted to host the Oscars, George? Well, Kevin, it was Kevin Hart's dream to host the Oscars. Hasn't he? No, because oh. he had some tweets oh. that they dug up from like 15 years ago. Oh. So he couldn't do it. He also feels like he's kind of a big star to be hosting the Oscars. He, but he always wanted to. He's a comedian. He always wanted to host the Oscars. I guess. Yeah. You know who would be fun as an Oscar host? Dave Chappelle would be a fun Oscars host. Yeah, that won't happen. Yeah, that, you, that, that's not Oscar. You way, to, way to pick a couple of <laughs> realistic choices. Yeah. Um, who would be a fun Oscars host? You essentially have to pick a late night host because that's all it ever is. Or someone from SNL. Bring back Billy Crystal. <laughs> he can do a dance and s- song and dance number at the beginning. Martin Short and Steve Martin, I think, would be a good duo host. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I think that uh, would work. I'm thinking actors. Once like again, funny, like way actors. too big of stars to be hosting. They've hosted it before. Show. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't care. Also, yes, yeah, that's, that's that the really most important thing here. There's that. Um, Plus the Wranglers play the Ontario Rain oh at six God. o'clock. Oh, the Ontario Rain. There's no way I'm going to be missing the Wranglers and Rain for Kimmels and. Unless you can just watch it on social media now, whatever. Yeah, I like uh, again that the must see thing was when uh, Chris Rock. Well, Chris Rock should probably host now. I mean, they had no slapped. host from 2019 to 2020. That was the worst too. When uh, they did the COVID one from that room. Oh my God, yeah, that was weird. It should be a spectacle. Pomp and circumstance. Chris Rock hosted. The Oscars used to be a big deal. Oh, yeah. It used to be like right up there with the Super Bowl. Seth MacFarlane, I remember he was pretty good when he did hit. Um, But then it's also way too political. All right. Um, We should be kicking ourselves. I saw this story this morning Mm -hmm. and I'm upset with our. Well, I'm upset with all of us, but more the three of us. Here's why there is a betting website that put up an odd. Ooh. Over the uh, the weekend, after uh, the Chiefs got to the Super Bowl, there was a betting odd that was out there that we should have taken every dime we have and put it all in on this bet, mm-hmm. and we all would have been on easy street. Chiefs plus two? No, we would have oh. been we would have been having steak for dinner mm. seven nights a week. Uh huh. We would have been popping bottles. <laughs> Okay. We would have been putting premium gas in our cars. Okay, that's about enough. We get it. What's uh, What are you getting at here? <laughs> we would Spit have upsized okay. our combos. 
Are you teasing this for 7 o'clock? What are you doing? No, I'm doing it right now. Okay, good. So uh, a sports web, uh, a very popular sports betting website in Canada posted an odd y- you mentioned for the Super that. Bowl. Yes, you mentioned that. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the field after the Super Bowl? <laughs> yes was plus 190. And here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. No was minus 250. Mm-hmm. So that means you'd have to bet $250 to win $100. Mm-hmm. That is such a no lock. There's no way Travis Kelsey's getting down on one knee mm. and popping the question to Taylor freaking Swift mm. while the confetti's flying at the Super Bowl in Las Vegas when they win the championship. Mm. And it, what if the Niners win? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's not going By the way, stealing the thunder. Stealing the thunder. He just does it in like a corner of the end zone while the Niners are celebrating. And, and everyone, all the cameras just run over there. Oh, God, he's on one knee. Yeah. Well, I, I got like... I, Lynch I, is trying to hoist it. They're, yeah. They're like, like, shut up. We don't care. I went Super Bowl 30 yeah. years. Screw you. Yeah. When, uh, when the cheating You're asked... You're irrelevant for real, Brock Purdy. Years ago, I went on a big rant when the cheating Astros won their World World Series, and then Carlos Correa proposed to his girlfriend on the field after they won the World Series. Way to steal some (laughs) of the thunder from your teammates. But anyway, no was minus 250. Like, that is a lot. There's no way he's popping the question. Yeah, it feels like not the time or place. 30 minutes later, just a half hour later, the odds drastically changed because everyone was hammering the no. (laughs) hammering the no is it still available yeah but there's no way you want to bet on it now so here it is 30 minutes later from going from yes to plus 190 no to minus 150 now yes is plus 1120 meaning you bet a hundred dollars you'd win eleven hundred and twenty dollars and no is now minus (laughs) thirty (laughs) five hundred that means you'd have to bet thirty five hundred dollars to win a hundred I wonder who... I'm sick of ourselves. Who said that line? Who should get fired. Yeah. Bad line. <laughs> That's not good. And, and when, it, 250. when it comes to these props, you can only put a specific amount of money on them. Yeah. Like, there's, there's limits to these types of props. Yeah. But still, minus 250 was the lock of all locks. There's no way he's popping the question. What does he have? The ring, like, on a, on a necklace underneath his shoulder pads? Oh, I don't think that's the problem. I think he's a professional NHL player. He'll find a way to, you know, get the ring out there if he needs it. But my question is, like, what else can I get at minus 250 today? That would be similar. Hmm. Nothing would be similar to that. Absolutely. The Seattle Kraken (laughs) to beat the San Jose Sharks is minus 233. Yeah. That's way way more likely than Travis Kelsey (laughs) popping the question on the field after the Super Bowl. If I go to the NBA, the Celtics to beat the Pacers, they're minus 312. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, The Bulls to beat the Raptors are minus 270 tonight. That's too bad. The NBA is bad. Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, the kind of are that much favored to beat the Raps. Yeah, today. yeah, the Raps are really? home. I think they're plus no, two. They're no, it's in Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Raps are bad, and Pirtle might yeah. not be back. And they got smoked by the Bulls last week. Yeah, too. yeah. like two weeks. Demar eating their lunch. Kobe White, the Caruso. <laughs> Hell yeah, Vucevic. Bulls basketball coming at you. Yeah, that's all I got for okay. lines right now. So yeah, I'm it's, sick it's at, that week where there's no lines. So I'm sick at us 
For not jumping on it. Yeah, yeah, for not knowing that and not jumping on it. Like, like just diving on that like a fumble. Listen, I tried to place my three-leg parlay oh, on, Man my, on, on my particular app three yeah. separate times yesterday, and none of them worked. Man so, City is minus 1,000 to beat Burnley tomorrow at mm. home. Minus 1,000? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Burnley's more likely to win than Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Popping the yeah. question on the field after the <laughs> Super Bowl. All right, what do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Oh, so much. Uh, we oh. have a, an examination of the financial stability of uh, going to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I got some all-star notes for you. Mm. Elliot Friedman was on NHL Network and talked about the Flames pending UFAs. Mm. There's not really anything new mm. there, but, you know, why not? And uh, that's pretty much it. All right, let's do that next. Oh, I got a montage. Everybody loves a montage. This is a montage. Tuesday. We haven't done this forever of uh, yeah, what players, it. you know, make us more informed of the sport they play. Did yeah. you just grab the one from the first night of the season and it's exactly the same? Um, you had to pick up the litter of the games last night, too. <laughs> yeah. There was one game. Preds and Sens. <laughs> and the Predators didn't upload their post game, <laughs> so it's all Senators. And, and the Preds <laughs> just gagged that away up 3 nothing. You sure did. To Man. the Sens. That was a national game. Yes, it was. <laughs> Rogers Monday Night Hockey. Yeah. Fred Sens. <laughs> Let's go. Three Cobb in the first. Yikes. <laughs> All right. For- Forsberg didn't get a shot. Unbelievable. Jeez. Need one more shot in the third. Yeah. My uh, ridiculous. Well, we'll do locks. How'd you guys do on your locks? Uh, let me check here. Uh, GVP and George were the only two that hit. Uh, Celtics won, but they only won by six. Sick, dude. I told you Blackburn and Wrexham was going over you that did. first half. Yeah, Four sure goals did. in the first half. <laughs> and it, wa- it was a 202. It wasn't like it was a super, like, like the minus 3,500. Mm. It wasn't that. Mm. It was an underdog. And yeah. <laughs> Good job. We got some EPL action today. Yes, Prem is back. Today. Yeah, the Prem is on today. I don't know what I'm going to do. For There's some German uh, cup, too. I think I'm over ah. on every single hockey pick I've made. So maybe you should jump in on the uh, soccer train. No, Maddie, the last uh, you hit the Sens first period. That's your only win. Okay. Sick. You're going to have to write a myfrontpagestory.com thing. <laughs> Get creative. And Brent Cron better bring a poem tomorrow. The month of January is almost over. Yeah, he better so. bring a poem. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We'll do the Rose Report next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the top of the hour. We're going to go around the room and ask, what's the two under-the-radar things in the Flames' first half you love, and then two under-the-radar things that you, you just hate? We'll do that, and then we'll talk to Dave Dickinson coming up at 7.30. He is the head coach and general manager of your Calgary Stampeders. He's also had a... An eye on what's going on in the National Football League playoffs. We'll talk Championship Sunday with Dave and preview the Super Bowl. And we'll talk to our pal Adnan Verk coming up at 8 o'clock. Apparently the Blue Jays, there's a Justin Turner rumor to the Blue Jays. Blah. Blah. Super Bowl Bichette wants. Great. Yeah, he also wants J.D. Martinez. One of the two. Great. More right-handed bats on this team. We're all out of left-handed bats. <laughs> For the love of Christmas, just one left-handed power bat. There's one left, and it really does feels like it would be done by yeah, now. Well, 
We'll see. Whatever. All right, let's do the Rose Report. It's brought to you by Motors. If you own a BMW, choose Motors for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose and Yo, friends, welcome to your Tuesday. We got one NHL game yesterday, two tonight. Raptors back at it. Had a couple of games on the network as well from the association. Jay's notes, Stamps notes. It's kind of it. That's fine, though. It's light. Flames are off. They're on their bye week. They creamed them. Yep, sure did. Something like that. They'll play next in February. But Elias Lindholm headed to the All-Star game in Toronto. The All-Star kicks off Thursday, 4 o'clock on Sportsnet West with the draft. Then the NHL alumni Keith Magnuson Man of the Year ceremony. Then the PWHL 3-on-3 showcase featuring some of the elite players from the PWHL. If you could institute one rule for the draft on Thursday, what would it be? Um... Patrick, I'd like your answer too. GVP, also yours. One institute, okay. Um, One rule that you can institute for the NHL. You can't take a teammate. Draft. Oh, okay. Can't like take that. a teammate. Mm. How about you? Oh, GVP? Should just do sticks in the middle one year. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's not bad. Especially if they do it outdoors. Yeah. Uh, That'd be good. Why haven't they done the All-Star Game outdoors yet? I don't know. I feel like that that just seems like a logical progression in all of this. Hey, Steve Mayer. Okay. You owe us for the idea. Do you got one yet? I don't have one. Okay, good. (laughs) Right on. Hey, did you see Fillmore's in Toronto has a special offer for All-Stars? Fillmore's. That's a restaurant, right? Um, I stayed next to Fillmore's. Did you? Yes. Mm. Good for you. What'd you think? Pretty, pretty, pretty nice spot. Good spread. Mm. Didn't I've, go in. Walk oh. outside of it. So Phil Moore's is coincidentally enough really close to the Rogers mothership. Very oh, close. really? Very, very close. Huh. Like literally walking distance. Wow. Well, they're a strip club that's offering free what? lap dances to all stars during the all star <laughs> festivities. So there you go. That's a place where women take off their clothes for money. Yeah, they do. Promise. Those places exist. Yeah. Wrong. There was one right by the mothership. You had no idea. No idea. That's crazy. They always it the is. marquee always has something quirky on it. What does it? Yes. Yeah. And right now it says, if you're a 2024 All Star, come on in. <laughs> no charge, pal. I thought the brass rail was like a betting company, where they make like headboards and stuff. <laughs> hmm. Gentlemen's club. Yeah. Oh, betting company. Like like beds. Yeah. They said betting. <laughs> No. Brass rail, betting, yeah. gambling, yeah. like what? No, what betting. Oh, okay. Look at that beautiful brass rail headboard. <laughs> you probably can clip some cuffs right on. You know what? Never mind. Oh, also on the Flames, Elliot well, Friedman on the NHL. So what about Fillmore's? I told you yeah. they're offering free lap dances for oh. any of the All-Stars. All right. Yeah. What do you want from me? Just be careful. So, so what, Connor and Sid are in there making it rain? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. It's a hilarious visual to imagine. Okay. I guess. Look, 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 look Maybe. I don't know. Is hilarious the right answer? I don't know. I might have used the wrong word there. Okay. Unsettling? <laughs> is that the... Yeah. Is that more... Okay. Uh, hey, on the Flames, Elliot Friedman was on the NHL Network oh. yesterday spouting some some rumors. Some truth. Well, well, rumors of truth. We, we said two things that aren't the same. Uh, here's what he said on Noah Hannafin. There was a time this year where I thought Noah Hannafin was going to resign. 
And then they lost a few games and he kind of changed his mind. He's they've started talking again. I really think over the All-Star break, Noah Hannafin's going to have to make a decision. Does he see his future in Calgary or does he see his future elsewhere? And I think the Flames have kind of asked him, you know, you've got to tell us what you're thinking about here. Yeah, go put your feet in the sand, knock back a couple of margaritas, polish off a few pina coladas, and just have a little think. Have a little think about it. Come back, tell us what you think about, and then we'll do it. Where Where are you at? Do you want the Flames to re-sign Elias Lindholm? Or would you rather them? Well, that was it? on Noah Hannafin. But when it comes to Elias Lindholm, would you rather well, them? We'll have... get there in a second. Okay, I got right. clips on everybody. Okay, so right. let's okay. focus on one at a time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Hannafin? Again, we, we've had this conversation. I want him to stay long term. And I feel I like... I think he's part of the solution, not the problem. And I think he's the best asset that can go get you something that can help you out down the line mm. for a That's team true. that needs to, needs to really Here's my thing. dig deep here. If he wants to stay, sign him. And if he doesn't, trade him. Who cares? Doesn't really matter. It's a win-win, I think, for either side. I hard to okay. say win-win because wow. it's a guy you're going to be trying to replace for a while. But yeah, if he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want to be here. So what are you going to do about it? You force him? I don't think that's a good idea. Mm. You sign this thing. You sign this piece of paper. Fender paper. Big market for Chris Tanev. I've heard there's a big yes. market for him. Not surprisingly, reported on the weekend that Ottawa's a team that has interest in him too. They're looking for true pros. He fits. Biggest question is, does he want to go to a team right now that's not going to make the playoffs? Maybe in the summer, he might consider the Senators for next year, but I'm not sure now. I think there's a lot of interest in him. Like half the league, like 16 teams <laughs> want Tanit. Yeah, and why wouldn't they? Yeah. The guy's a warrior. He blocks shots with his face. He's one of the best penalty killers in the entire NHL. Yeah, leadership, good yep. guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they want him? Why would he sign in Ottawa? It makes no sense to me. Well, that's they gave him a lot of money, which is fine. Well, I don't know. This has been a really bad season for them, but there's a lot to like about that roster. I think they've got the good GM. They've got the right management group. Are you sure they got a good GM? I think Steve Stales can do the right job there. We Uh, don't know that. Exactly. I don't know about the the coaching, but then again, is Jacques Martin going to be the guy long term? It has not gone well since Daniel Alfredson to be the head coach. That's what they're doing there. Yeah, and frankly, this is a team that swung and missed on a goaltender. It's like the Oilers. It's not too far different. They tried with Jack Campbell, swing and a miss, and they tried with Corpusalo, swing and a miss. Well, he tried with Matt Murray a few years ago, swing and a miss. Goalies are hard to come by, man. Yep. So crazy. We'll get to one in a second. Also on Lindholm. I think there's a ton of interest in him. Vancouver among the other teams there. I think Colorado's looked at Lindholm. Mm. Uh, I do think he'll get traded. Thought? Uh, again, it makes sense that the Avalanche would want to replicate what they did with Nazem Kadri to have a very good second-line center to win a Stanley Cup. I'm going to ask you the question again. Do you want the Flames to sign Elias Lindholm? No. Not necessarily anymore. I've kind of moved away from it. Patrick? No. I've been off on Lindholm since about halfway through last year. GVP? Nope. Even if it was a long-term, lock him in, he's here for a long time, you guys are like, I'll take my chances with the return. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. Nine Stock mil. the cupboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Load him up on Markstrom. From the story I've heard with mm-hmm. him, And Kevin, you've been lighting up the Devils fans. Like every time. 
I should mention, uh, he's chatting to Kevin Weeks mm. on oh. the NHL Network. Is Kevin panel. Weeks in front of a fountain when they're doing this? Mm. <laughs> and Kevin, you've been lighting up the Devils fans. Like, every time you tweet, <laughs> the Devils, you, you, you give the Highlight. Devils fans coronaries. <laughs> like, what I've heard about Markstrom is he does not like... Uh, he does not like this stuff. He does not like the Doctor. speculation. It bothers him. And I think because of that, there's kind of like an unwritten agreement that they won't go to Markstrom about waving unless they've got a trade offer that's so good or he tells them that he wants to go somewhere, which I don't believe has happened to this point. I think he just wants to play. Thoughts? If I'm the Toronto Maple Leafs, that's the guy I'm calling. Hmm. That's the guy I want. Money in, money out, though. Yep, that's fine. And maybe, maybe, maybe the Flames take a bad contract. I think that's maybe something you can do in the summertime. But sure. But the Leafs also they they need to solve their goaltending. And if you trade for Markstrom, who by the way is having a great season, you don't have to tell people who watch this team all year. If I'm the Leafs and I'm Tree. That's the guy I'm calling. I don't know if it's like I, we said this. I don't know if this is the time for Toronto with this team the way it is. The, you know, plus, if I'm Calgary, I'm saying give me assets. Yeah, I want That's I want fine. Mitten. I want uh, I want Easton Cowan. I want all that stuff that Tree said. No, we're not moving. Well, I don't want all of it, but I want at least one of them. Yeah, if not two. See, but but again, like we don't know what the mandate from ownership and Brendan Shanahan is going to be. If, if they Shanahan's tell, even around next year, yeah. Well, yeah. If they, if Shanahan tells them, <laughs> listen, we got, we got to try to win the Stanley Cup. Tree's hands are tied. Like, here's the other thing. To me, I just, I don't see it. I think that, I don't know if Calgary and Toronto are as clean trading partners as Not we right might now. have. That's as fair. We might have believed, you know, given what happened here with the old manager. Of course. But at the same time. Like I would look at a team like Carolina, although they have seven two and one over the last little bit, and they actually seem like they're getting some good goaltending from what Spencer Martin. Now it's just like a revolving yeah, door there. Nobody can stay. But healthy. the Devils, man, the Devils, the Devils. You got garbage goaltending. And you got a window with a an amazing roster, and, and you have no goaltending. They're running out of time. They're five out. And they of got the two. Ye- and he's got two years. It's perfect. You think Markstrom would wave to go to New Jersey? Yes, I did. Wave New to York's to a hop, skip, and the jump. I do. He go to Toronto too. He'd I wave. think he'd wave to Toronto, Carolina. Uh, I think he'd. Wave I think as long as the team is good enough, Here, I think. Okay. I think that it would be. I don't know. From, from what I've, it's got to be a contender. So what I've seen in my time here with Jacob Marstrom, here's why I don't know if he he would wave to go to Toronto. You think you think he wants the attention? I don't know about Toronto. That's the one that, that I would. That, push that's back what on. I because he he doesn't like talking to the media. He doesn't like the attention. Would he want to go there? No, I don't know about that one, but like I, New Jersey, he could just yeah, do just his go job. About your own way. Nobody's gonna bother him. He'd be one of the best goaltenders they've had in forever. Yes, at least Very Broder. He'd, he'd pretty much be the best <laughs> goaltender since Martin Broder. Yes, same way he came here and was the best goaltender well, since Mika Kiprusoff was here. Was good for a little bit there, but a cup not, of coffee. Yeah, but for like a year. Yeah, but. And he was never like, okay. He kind of snuck into the top 10 there but for a little bit. But Once again, he left Vancouver well, and the safety of yeah. the Canucks defense, it was kind of like, oh. But at the same time, like, again, God bless Jacob Markstrom in the season he's having. This could be his peak. Very like, well could be. He's playing incredible hockey this season. He could have a down season next year, and the Flames got to pay him another $6 million. I don't think he's going to have a down season. I think last year was the down season. Well, here's the, here's the thing. The you way worry- the... F- 
Okay, but the way the Flames are going and the blue line in front of them might be a lot worse next season than this year, and that'll hurt his numbers. And okay. that'll hurt his ability. No, that'll hurt his goals against and save percentage. The numbers right. that the teams look at, the clear sight analytics done by Steve Valaket, they're showing that Markstrom is a Vesna caliber yeah, goaltender right there this Hellebuck, year. Man. Well, again, like it's just <laughs> he's having an amazing <laughs> year, and we've seen it all year. The and people test. are saying, "Oh, look at his numbers. He's not an All Star. He should be in the conversation for the Vesna." He's it's the only terrific. reason the Kevin Flames Wood- are relevant to this conversation of the playoffs. Kevin Woodley was on with Merrick last week. Yeah. And he was saying the same thing. He was like, "I'm putting Hellebuck, Demko, Markstrom as my top three right now." Yeah, we we've seen him all season. Yeah. He's been terrific. Marshall to Edmonton from the text line, 960-960. Thoughts? Uh, No chance. No way they're going to throw a life raft up there unless they're going to absolutely empty out all of the coffers. Holloway. Give me Holloway, (laughs) give me Borgo, and give me a first. And let's let's quickly play that game. We have time. Like those don't need to be quick. We have time. Does Jacob Marstrom again? You can you can argue whether or not the Oilers are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Obviously, the, the record win streak is what it is. It's a different team, and we've been talking about if McDavid and Drysaddle are going to play the two hundred foot game. That team's a lot better. Yada yada yada. Jacob Marstrom in Edmonton. Jacob Marstrom in Toronto. That. How much does that increase their chance and of I mean, actually winning a I mean, Stanley Stuart Cup? Stuart Skinner's a lot. been all right, too. Yeah, a right. lot. Again, again show me Stuart Skinner that, again. Edmonton was a conference final team with average goaltending. You give him a Vesna caliber goaltender, that 100% makes him a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. And I know Skinner's having a great season, especially this run. But, again. It's you, only his second year. It's easy. Exactly. It's easy to say he can't do it until he does it. Yeah. Right? At the same time, Jacob Marshall has never been to a Stanley Cup final. It's not like he's made past the second round. Yeah. All right. So before the All Star games, uh, some games still on the go. Let's uh, we'll move away from the Flames. Thanks for that, Elliot. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> the lone game featured the Senators and the Predators in Ottawa. Sens looking to avoid a third straight loss. Well, the Preds had lost four of their last six. Maybe not the most riveting tilt on paper, but it ended up being pretty fun. The Predators got out to a great start. Trying to use his skates, and the Predators get the puck over. And now down the right wing side, here is Tomasino cutting in. His shot and a score. Phil Tomasino gets back in the lineup and late here in the first. Puts the Predators up to zip. P. Weber with the call for Preds Radio. (laughs) Phil Tomasino, six. Michael McCarron and Yakov Trenin also scored. Nashville out 3 nothing after 20. Mad Sogard pulled, allowing 3 on 11. Sadness continuing out in Canada, but oh boy, here. Scores! Come. <laughs> Sends it across. Stutzler with a shot. Scores! Stutzler makes it a one-goal game. Here come the. The draw, Kachuk. Turn, scores! Oh my! What a goal from Brady Kachuk! Yeah, here come the Sens. Three goals in the second. Tied the game. Batherson 17th. Stutzler's 11th. Kachuk's 21st. Nothing in the third. Game went to overtime. Here comes Ottawa. 2 on 1. Chikrin, Giroux, Chikrin, Giroux, gets it back, Giroux, scores! Pro Giroux wins it in overtime! Yeah, the greasy one-timer off the goal line, his 15th for the overtime winner. Senators' first three-goal comeback since February 2021 against the Leafs, and they have not done it at home since January 2018 against the Sharks. Ottawa, now just 17 points out of a playoff spot. And they'll be trading Jacob Chikrin likely again, maybe. Oof. Predators do move into a tie with the Blues, five points ahead of the Flames at the one point in overtime. Seventeen points out. Yeah, I know. Have the All Star still break. least amount of games played. 
So, well, okay. <laughs> so, so they got to win like they gotta 18 win games all. in a row to be back in the playoff race? <laughs> Look out. Here come the Sens. I told you. What's uh, more likely, the Sens make the playoffs or Travis Kelsey pops the question at the Super Bowl? On the field, Kelsey. Uh, I, I would say the Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> like we'd have to check the odds, but yeah, I would say Kelsey. Kelsey. From the NFL, Andy Reid took a Zoom call of reporters yesterday and insisted that Kadarius Tony is in fact, uh, where do I have it? Yeah, right here. In fact, injured. You know, obviously he's been on the injury report, so I mean, I, I got that that part as uh, that's not made up by any means, but mm. he's been working through some things and. Um, He'll, uh, you know, he'll be back out there. Yeah. Okay. Sounds, sounds like, like a he, fake injury. Sounds like he was a healthy scratch, and the Chiefs <laughs> were trying to bail him out, and then yeah. he was like went off, and and now they're trying to, now they're trying to cover their tracks because if they were misleading injury information, then they're going to get fined. But it's almost like it's a detriment to have him in the lineup at yeah. the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he's terrible. Like, he's holy crap. like one of the worst receivers in the entire league all year long. I guess you just don't have to play him, but then you're just wasting your roster spot. Yeah. Whatever. He has difficulty catching football. That's the job of his yeah. position. Well, he could block, I guess. He can't do that very well either. <laughs> run, 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 wide receiver sweep? He is fast. If he was at Florida, okay. still. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing, Canarius Tony. You better hope to God that they win and get you a ring because your ass is going to be banished to the shadow realm after this, okay. bucko. All right. Oh, Boy. Hey, did you see the cheapest tickets for the Super Bowl in Vegas? Nine grand. Guesses? Nine grand. Yours for one uh, per ticket? Per ticket, 12 grand. Upper level end zone is currently $8,300 a pop for two tickets on TickPick. For two tickets? Nope. What was the website? There's two Tick available. TickPick. Oh, careful there, with that one. There's two available. Don't use your face. 8300 each. Don't include uh, your face in those. For $8,300, I can get you into a 2018... It's not that funny. For that price, I can get you into a 2018 Dodge Grand Caravan. Nice. I could get you into a 2010 Tiguan. I need one. I get you into Caravan. a 2015 Mini Cooper. Ooh. I could get you any of those for the price of a ticket. A Dodge Caravan, as I like to call. Honey Wagon. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. I could buy you 127 Quencher H2.0 Flow State 40-ounce tumblers from Stanley. Nice. The Very ones. popular right now. Pink ones. You could buy 127 of those. Oh. I could buy you 13 Xbox Series so, X's. I could buy you 14 PS5s. You're saying 8,300 for two tickets? So for no, one. per There's, ticket, but okay. it's two tickets together. A lot oh, of them okay. are just singles. I think that's actually, it's going to get more expensive as we get closer to of course the game. It will. Yeah, we're going to do this as we get closer to the date. We're going to start yeah. checking in. I'm going to tell you what you, you can two buy. Massive fan bases that travel yeah. well. And once they find out that she's officially going to be there, oh god, she'll be there. The tickets are going to skyrocket. It's oh, like I, it's like how are you going to like if you're in a spot of stadium, you're not going to see. Did her. you see where uh, the Niners and Chiefs are staying? Yeah, they're staying 30 minutes out, Lake Las Vegas. Yeah, man-made lake with on a resort. Yeah, Smart. so they can get away from the downtown, <laughs> the Strip. Yeah, there's no chance I'm putting my team uh -uh. on the Strip. Are you joking? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. lose half my guys in the clink. Yeah, it's not like Malcolm Butler. Was really partying hard during the Super Bowl, and then Bill Belichick sat him. Mm -hmm. Oops. Um, you know what else you can get with eighty three hundred bucks? A month of groceries and rent. <laughs> Swish. Nice Woo! zing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because things are expensive. They vary. Get it? Those groceries have yep. gone up lately. Thanks, Obama. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> That's his fault. In <laughs> hoops. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? Raptors hit the hardwood tonight. They Thank take you, on the, dog. the Bulls in Chicago. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. There it is. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Uh, uh, this game is going to be on Sportsnet West and Sportsnet 1. You know why, George? Because we're the home of hoops. Home of hoops. Make my we're the home of UFC. Home of Switch. Damn straight. We're here for hockey. No RJ Barrett again tonight. Emmanuel Quickly and Jakob Pertle, both doubtful and questionable, respectively. Oh, I'm take, Bulls are my lock. Pertle's looking score. to return from an ankle sprain. Take Dennis Schroeder. They're like minus tonight. 300. That's a weak lock. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you can't take that. <laughs> lock. Are you going to take him on the spread at least? We'll take. We'll find something in there. Oh, oh, we'll figure God. it out. Just minus. I haven't been looking locks. at odds with my locks. <laughs> I have. I've been trying to get some decent, so that's why I've been losing them all. Oh my God! What, what is this? Is he wearing like swimmer goggles? Okay, we're actually gonna get to this in a second. <laughs> okay. So no RJ Barrett quickly and Pirtle probably not playing. Pirtle's been out for like ten games with an ankle injury. Then um, they're probably gonna be down bad if because they just got no bigs that can play. <laughs> uh, also from the association, LeBron and Dylan Brooks went head to head yesterday. The Lakers and the Rockets the again. This never gets old. Um, they beefed again, and LeBron was asked about. Uh, Brooksy, the Cobra, after the game. When we were here earlier in the year, uh, we asked you about Brooks. Next question. <laughs> Next question. GVP, what did you see yesterday? There, there was a, a point before uh, Dylan Brooks ended up karate chopping LeBron <laughs> in the head when he was trying to go to the hoop. There was a point where Dylan hit like this, you know, turn away jumper or whatever, and he stares down LeBron. Half, like, for the entire court. The Rockets were already up, like, 27. They are up by 30 at the half. And LeBron's like, dude, what? what is your problem right now? I yeah. do not care about you. But, why do, yeah, why it's do such a weird this? beef. It's yeah. such a one-sided beef. Like, LeBron is just, like, little kidding. Dylan yeah. Brooks all the time. But and, I, again, okay, I, I get that it's a karate chop, which is great. Or judo chop, whichever one you want to call it. <laughs> like, go, go back. I don't know if you've ever seen the 30 for 30 on the Bad Boy Pistons. Watch how they punched Michael Jordan oh, when he go to the hoop. Aggressive. Yeah. Jordan they rules, punched Jordan rules. Oh, and then LeBron gets a chronic jump. Like, watch what MJ had to deal with. Yeah, Le- LeBron. They tackled him on the way to the hoop. I-, I love LeBron. Sometimes it's hard to defend him, but when he did take the judo chop, he, he laid down for a long time. And he was writhing in pain. <laughs> it and- wasn't and I- that bad. It- no, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was a foul. LeBron, you got to get up there, okay? Here, here's a question you for guys. you guys. Come on. Here's a question for all you guys. Who is a more likable superstar, LeBron James or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Uh, oh, Patrick Mahomes, if I exclude, like, I can't stand the Mahomes. The Mahomes. No, but it's all. But that's included. That's the problem. Oh, you got to take Brittany and Jackson with you. Yes. (laughs) That's why I'm asking the question. That's in a hard spot. Yeah. I don't know. I always had a weird. I always loved LeBron, no matter what. I just like Connor McDavid in his house. I like Nathan McKinnon and his evil lair. He was in an episode of Trailer (laughs) Park. His black evil lair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With his heated driveway. Uh, GP. I I like LeBron. I'm on Team LeBron. Yeah. Or Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. Unbiased juror, but that's fine. Tom Brady, like, all he wanted was excellence in his life. Damn right. From the MLB. You know what it takes to to play?
play small ball. What? Small balls. Oh, <laughs> arbitration. <laughs> arbitration begins today. It runs through February the 16th. Here's why you suck. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the top player Worst. going to ARB. He's asked for 19.9 schmill. The Jays have offered 18.05. If it, the middle. If it doesn't settle, it would be the highest ARB case ever, surpassing $14 million that Teoscar Hernandez got when he Teoscar lost Hernandez. his hearing to Seattle last. Teoscar Hernandez. The only other player asking uh, double digits is Miami second baseman Luis Reyes asking $12 million yeah, against 10.6 from Miami. With 400. Yeah. As for targeting a bat, BNS reported at the end of December, Jays were looking into Jock Peterson. Yesterday, he chose the Diamondbacks' $12.5 million deal. Jays apparently went hard for Peterson, as per Buster Olney's story yesterday. He also linked Votto to the Jays. We talked about it last week. Bo Bichette wants J.D. Martinez or Justin Turner. Cody Bellinger lurks. Jorge Soler lurks, but he's another righty. Tay Oscar sign yet? Twins yeah, he went to the Dodgers. Twins yeah. acquired Polanco from the Mariners for four players in cash as well. Paxton signed with the Dodgers, Yeah, too. Paxton signed yeah. there. Uh, good the... thing we're talking to Adnan Burke coming up at 8 o'clock. 2024 draft eligible. Carter Yakumchuk, the Tempo WHL Player of the Week. Nice. He scored a couple dazzling goals to the loss in the loss to Regina on Sunday. He also had three assists in an 8 nothing win Friday against Brandon. After getting back from the top prospects game Wednesday, he leads all WHL defensemen with 20 goals on the year and is ranked sixth by NHL Central Scouting in their midterm rankings. Also, a couple of notes from the Calgary Stampeders. Yesterday, they signed uh, linebacker Titus Wall to an extension, so he will be back. Also, the Stampeders announced their coaching staff for the upcoming season. A couple of newcomers, Andre Bolduc, will take over as running back's coach. And Ryan Williams is the new quarterback's coach after Mark Mueller left to become the offensive coordinator of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Apart from that, everything pretty much saying the same. Brent Monson's in his 15th season. He'll be the D.C. Your special teams coordinator and assistant head coach is Mark Killam, entering his 20th season as a coach with the Stampeders. Pat Delmonico back as the offensive line coach for his 11th season, also the offensive coordinator. Dwayne Cameron, Bob Slowick, Nick Lewis, Jawan Simpson, and Des Catelier, all as the uh, rest of that coaching staff. And finally, we will end with this, gentlemen. Uh, yesterday, it was the Senators. It was the Predators. And if there's any way that you really need to learn about the beautiful game of hockey, it's to open your ears and listen to what the players and coaches have to say in the post-game media availabilities. Frustrated after, you know, getting smoked last game and coming out in the first and being down three zip. We showed our maturity. We didn't change our game. We didn't uh, try to do too much. Just got to stick with it. I think, you know, doing it as a team versus uh, trying to overdo it uh, individually. We know that if we play the right way, we play our, our game. Uh, we would come back. Parker Kelly was in there chatting. Cal's made, made a good speech and got, got the boys fired up, so you'd know, love to see it. Yeah, great game there by Corpy at the end. They're muckers that, that got the their goals, and that's what uh, we need to, to be better at. Play our, play our game and trust uh, and believe uh, you know, the guy next to you. We just got to go one game at a time, and obviously the break is going to be uh, it's gonna be good, but we need to get uh, this next win first. We showed our maturity. It's just that easy, bro. You're like a hundred points out of a playoff spot, and you're talking about maturity. Oh, well, this Corpy had a good game. Well, Corpy, 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 and Kells. It's a big, yeah. Kells. big intermission. Kells. Yeah. You know you're down bad when you need Parker Kells to pull you out of the dumps. 
Anyways, uh, that's it. And good night, and good luck to you, sir. Service stuff, Matty. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast, straight ahead. Two things you love under the radar, low-key for the Calgary Flames first half, and two things under the radar, low-key, you hate of the Flames' first half of the season. We'll do that next. Big show, Russell and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.